Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the From the Back Tees podcast, the podcast from the back tees. My God, I didn't realize how long that song took to Apex, and it's still going, Zach. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. It's the final countdown. That's what I've been waiting for. I needed that in my day. Goodness. Oh, I'm with you. Absolutely. Europe, a great band. I'd say that if they were to one-hit wonder like half all the music that is out there literally to mankind, but uh, uh, forget about it. (laughs) What is the final countdown? To me, the final countdown is the Beth Page Black, but uh, before all that, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Excited for uh, a pretty good golf tournament, especially after last week was a bit of a snoozer. This one should be an exciting one with lots of big names. Why was it a snoozer? Uh, team format, you know. There's nothing, well, I mean, team format is differente. I mean, exactly, but I mean, what was what was a snoozer about it? I Honestly, I found it intriguing that... Like I like we said in our last pod, where it's just kind of like, like, oh, these guys who we don't know if they have certain relationships or whatever, they're teamed up together and they wind up winning. It's just like who's who's to say they're not like you know best buds or what, whatever. I mean, I kind of found that like Rom won with uh who who the hell? I mean, I already Rom won with his buddy Palmer making a couple birdies. Where, is here it his buddy Palmer? That's a good question. We don't know if they even talk to each other. I've seen firsthand. Like some eighteen-year-old Chinese kid creep John Rom out, you know. So anybody can be his buddy or not his buddy, literally. So I mean, just like I mean, it's just it depends on how he's feeling. So very true. I, I don't know. It's that gimmicky the event, yes, but obviously, if the, as Nolan asked, if they're going to give world golf ranking uh, 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 abundancy points to it and and money, obviously, to it, that's a Jesus. That's a thing. I mean. Yeah, lots of money, lots of world golf points, exemptions. Look, I'm in my opinion, and you know what? You guys can throw it us, throw it up to us at. And by the way, we're proud to be Michigan Sports Entertainment's golf podcast. As always, I still hope. As always, I hope we always. That sounded are. very <laughs> inspiring. That sounded very exciting. For sure. Oh, for sure. No, we we well we we you and I are here for each other at best and at worst. And at the same time, we like to just, you know, mix up golf-wise. That's why we're here. But um, but that being said, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, before the shameless shameless plug, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, uh, the um, well, well, if you really think about it, not regardless of the silly season, or there's literally not 52 tournaments a year, but you got to have some format changes, right? I mean, we have the WGC match play, which is a blast. And the team play is a lot of fun, especially when they have entry music. Oh, my goodness. And Caddy's, like, you know, singing some of the, like, J.T. Poston's boy. I forget his name. Uh, God, I forget his name. Uh, but deja he was vu the... from a couple of days ago. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they they the John Deere Classic is always referred to as one of the uh, best stops on tour for a lot of the fans and the, and the players or whatever. Every single place has its own thing for a lot of reasons. And... I hate to say it because American or U.S. or North American golf is what it is with metal play and stroke play. We're kind of stuck in one format. And I hate to use the whole, like I told you, I'm still like kind of in a malaise about Tiger still winning and I'm in a fog. It's easy for me to forget about these tournaments that are going on right now. Format be damned. I wish there were more format differences, really. And if they weren't, well, then let's not do it. 
Let's not introduce, let's not go European tour. Let's not have coverage. Let's just go MLB and let's just, you know, put handcuffs on everything and just play it according to arithmetic and not subtraction, multiplication, or division. What do you think? Yeah, the European tour, they definitely change it up. They got a lot going on. And I see now the LPGA tour has some funky tournaments going on. I think they had one last week that was like half during the day and half at night. What do you mean half at night? They're playing I, half. I, I, like, I apologize if I missed that. I mean... I don't think it was too big of it. It might have been like the Symmetra Tour, but they were playing part of their rounds like in the dark. No kidding. Yeah. I know we were, I know we were, we were no pun intended, ladies. I really apologize. But we were busting balls about how the golf balls, uh, when it comes to the uh, night balls, uh, the ones that light up do not perform obviously as good as like you know your pro v1 or your tour Bellata even but uh i had no idea that they played a, a night event so to speak i mean that's but that's awesome that's a lot of fun i mean not even if it's interactive with the fans really if it isn't it all about tv i mean exactly. that's 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 what made and people don't realize arnold palmer as much as we love him him in america and i dare anyone out there on twitter to tweet at me anything that they think of that's just like, yeah, well, Arnold Palmer did this. Yeah, give me all your good Arnold Palmer stories. I have a few good ones myself. I have in the other room over there an autographed Arnold Palmer picture to myself that he gave me personally for Christmas in 2003. I didn't expect it, and it was under the tree when I got home from boot camp after Coast Guard boot camp in 2003. That's just how much of a saint he is. That guy is was literally uh, Santa Claus. That guy was he was amazing. Aren't and I, just being around him, it was it'd be like if he want he was like everyone's grandfather. And that's not a bad thing. It's just like a very earnest nice like oh, the nicest guy in the room. You everyone just wants to be around the nicest guy in the room and just happened to be this nice old soul soul who lasted forever whatever. But Arnold Palmer was big in getting golf brought over in terms of the cameras over to America, like I've said before. And that's the most important thing. I mean, sorry, tangent on tangent. That's, I, I, I love what the European tour is doing, but, for, but if some people are still going to cling to, like the USGA said, we're changing these rules to speed up pace of play. And to, like, just, there has to be a certain, it's like how I tell golfers when we look at our weather apps, it says, oh, it's a 50% chance of precipitation. Well, that doesn't mean that means there's a 50% chance it's going to rain on us. It could rain like a little misty bit or an inch, but it's a coin toss if it's gonna. It's a weird way to quantitatively uh, respond to it. I don't know. I like the I like the different formats. Um, yeah, but I think the European tour. Everyone gives their whole like their big growth is because of these new formats, but I sort of think. Their biggest growth is because whoever is running their social media team is crushing it. They oh, like, for sure. mix yeah. it up. Plus, they have all these like YouTube videos that do great. Like I don't know if you saw the whole Andy Sullivan making a hole-in-one on the 500. All that kind of stuff. That's like fun for the normal fan to watch. It's more that. That was very killer. I mean, it's... There, there are some things out there that I think of, oh, hell yeah, I thought of that first. Or I'm like, oh, I wish I could have done this first or whatever. And that was one of those ones where it's just like, oh, Andy, he, uh, that was that was beautiful. Like, that was five stars across the board in terms of just how you advertise, market, grow the game, hashtag, quote unquote, et cetera, so forth. It was, it was beautiful. It was great. Yeah. So we have 
now. Are you out of the tiger fog? I'm sorry. Now that I'm now yeah, that, I now think that I'm, I'm through it. Now that I'm officially I'm officially a not tiger man, and I have to take up that mantle. And I guess if we're gonna like, I mean, Zach, you, you like tiger, right? Like you, oh. you're one of those guys who obviously roots for tiger every single major that he tees it up, and you yeah. think he's gonna win it, right? Yeah. Well, then but... I'm not one of those guys. I, I and I guess this is how from here on out, like much like on PTI, which is part of the interruption on ESPN in the USA, which is uh, Entertainment Sports News Network, on a, a United States of America television, which is TV. Sorry. The United States? Not that we have to have, have counter opinions, but at the same time, we still do. And guess what? This is how you forced our hand, everybody. Zach thinks Tiger's going to win every major he's going to tee it up in, and I'm going to promote that from here on out. And Zach is going to say, I think Tiger is going to, literally drive off the cliff every single time he gets behind the behind the wheel of a car uh, just on accident i mean so and this is how we're going to go here from here forth so with that being said i feel like i feel like we could see i feel like part of the reason is because maybe you were into golf obviously before tiger tiger isn't what got you into golf and i feel like if we're being honest if there was no tiger i don't know if i'd be following golf i can't say for sure i wouldn't but he was definitely what drew me to the watch that is, you know what, as much as I want to yell beautiful or you idiot or anything in between, you are exactly the reason why I still, no matter how much I want to fake hating Tiger or fake just not caring or whatever, exactly what you said is what gets people into the game when Tiger was hot. That got people into the game, and I'm sorry. I'm, if you're if you're within the sound of my voice is within the sound of your ears right now, you're obviously into golf, so this doesn't matter to you. But guess what? When it comes to golf, we need people into golf. We need people buying golf memberships. We need people buying sets of golf clubs. We need people buying dozens of golf balls at Big Five Sporting Goods or where the hell ever. We don't care. That's the, that's the hashtag grow the game part. Tiger Woods, luckily, just because... I grew up in a different household. I grew up in a very traditional, staunchy, purist, cool golf household like that. We were the Tom Watsons and the and the uh, Johnny Millers. Of it was the, a cool the, household. That, sure. But once Tiger Woods got on the block, it was amazing because it was just like, yes, now not only am I golfing, but all my friends are golfing too. Or at least all my friends are interested for six months. Or at least they all want to tee it up for it and try it. Every single one of my friends played at least one year of high school golf because of tiger woods and that's great even if that influx like 80 bucks into like walmart you know for them like buying a set of clubs or whatever just whatever it's just it's all it all yeah adds up to something but tiger woods obviously has so many foundations i mean that i i would never besmirch the man but i mean kind of jokingly going back to uh, what i was saying earlier if you and i have to take stances or whatever yeah i'll be as they call it like camp tire camp fill i'll be camp fill all day hell yeah i will I know Phil personally. You know what? I'll drive down to California and seek him out and try and get his opinion on something. And you know what? There's a coin toss chance I might get it for you guys. So there you go. Yeah, you didn't even have Tiger in our in your top ten this week or in your. I actually, oh, 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 scald me on the ass. I didn't turn in a top ten yet. Uh, I can do that as soon as we. Uh, no, you we had have one from last or... week. You had a post Masters one. Don't think you're getting out of it. You just didn't put Tiger there. People might be coming for you. 
That's all I'm saying. No, good call. I, I could have sworn if I made a Postmasters one, which I did, um, if I didn't put Tiger in there, that was, um, hmm, I got to go back and look at my numbers. It's been a while. To well, those... I mean, shoot, dog, dog, it's been three weeks. I remember because I was playing golf today at the same course where I was sitting watching on my phone watching Tiger win the Masters. I was standing on the same tee box today going, hey, two and a half weeks ago, I was dot, dot, dot. Oh, you where love you Tiger. Tiger was watching the – yeah. So I – I that was so long ago. Jeez, I'm, I'm so unplugged, man. I, think I you applaud. love Tiger. You have all these distinct memories of remembering him win. Seems oh, like... I love Ben Franklin. I love uh, George Washington. You might be the biggest Tiger fan. I'm just saying. Historian, per se. And Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Right now, Nolan is is driving off the road right now, punching his dashboard. Like, yeah. Just like, that... screaming, no, no, no. You, cannot, you can't do that to the man. That is not fair. That is not fair. Yeah, Jerry Wu might be coming. Negative. No. No. Never. Now, look, if I were to, okay, this is the, this is a funny side. Let me ask you, Zach Pencer, do you know the TV show or uh, whatever? It was on Comedy Central, so yes, it was a TV show, but you know the show Drunk History? No. Okay, well, I encourage, I encourage you and any of your followers or my followers to uh, watch it on any of your streaming services, which, by the way, if you just go download in your app store or whatever you have for your uh, f- uh, smartphone, it's called Just Watch. Yeah, that's what it's called. Hold on. Let me let me just double check real quick because I don't want to make sure I'm a total idiot. Yeah, it's called Just Watch. You download Just Watch. It's a free app, and it's the app that can tell you where you can buy stuff, rent stuff, watch stuff for free or whatever. Drunk History is uh, in a hilarious show in that – well, I won't tell you how it goes, but what I was going to ask you, and it's the same thing I would say, is in that, what would you find yourself an expert in? Because you just said you think I'm a tiger guy. I'd be like, oh, okay. So I thought to myself, be like, so if I was on Drunk History, I'd be like, hello, my name is Jerry Lou, and today I'm going to tell you about Tiger Woods. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Some other, like Tracy Morgan or somebody else should say that or whatever. Because if I was on Drunk History, I would literally have a 20-minute episode be like, hello, I'm Jerry Lou, and I'm going to tell everybody about how Hunter S. Thompson almost won Sheriff of Aspen, Colorado in 1969 by 20 votes, which is a, a real thing. My, I don't know, I think what I know, this might surprise you, would be baseball statistics. Well, it's now it's not even a statistics. It's like come up with like a cool hidden story. I mean, or even just like, and it doesn't even have to be uh, American. It doesn't have to be like pertinent to USA. Well, what? How boot hockey? Zach, Zach, watch the show. The show is, pardon my French, uh, not safe work. It the show is fucking dynamite. It's one of my top five favorite TV shows of all time. Is Drunk History, and I pride myself on some like good writing and good content. That show is hilarious because, and I'll tell you right now, well, it's like you and me talking right now, but you're the host, and you're just sitting there drunk, and I'm okay. drunk, but but you edit out all your questions, and I'm sitting here telling you the story of, hello, my name's Jerry Lou, and I'm going to tell you how Abraham Lincoln got shot in the back of the head at Ford's Theater, and then next thing you know, it just like, it, what you see in the TV on Comedy Central is, they have like a scene 
It's like, so it's 1860 foot. No, 1865. Like, as the guys or the storyteller is okay. stuttering, the person on screen is acting the same way or whatever. It's, it's, it's brilliant. The actors are funny, and it's based off of all these people telling the stories are just very, they're not even D-list. They're F-list. Like, no, F-list would be like poison. I'd say, like, they're, it's like a malaise between D-list and F-list, like, actors. There are no fucking buddies of people. Nobody who ranks in nothing of ever. Like, when you see him in Dork History, you're kind of like, hey, that guy's funny. What's he in? You go, IMDBM. Nothing. They're, they're like, maybe a Verizon commercial. Nothing. They're in nothing. And, I mean, it's a good show, dude. Watch it. Drunk History. It. Worth your time. And, and I am not a Bible thumper, and that's what I, my term is I use for a lot of things. But it's like there's three or four or five TV shows out there that would probably, like, sit on someone's chest and, like, hit them in the face until they, ins- they promise they'll watch it. That's one of them. Drunk History is a great TV show. It's, to- it's tits, man. Seems like a great show. If you have the internet, it's, it doesn't matter what country you're in, or we're still getting cable, eh? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, sorry, Voot, that didn't mean to oh, which, upset by the you. Way, which, which, by the way, I just went into a recent new deep dive into Trailer Park Boys. I love those guys. It, what got me into Trailer Park Boys was somebody said, like, oh, you like Trailer Park Boys? I'm like, nah, it doesn't suit my style. And somebody, somebody said, and this might sound racist, but it works in a positive way, folks. They said, oh, no, it's a bunch of Canadian guys that made a Canadian TV show. And I said, really? Where is it? Give it to me. Because every single Canadian comedy TV show that's ever uh, that's ever happened ever has been brilliant. It, it, I'm sorry. You guys can add me on Twitter. You can send me bad examples all day. I dare you. Canada is comedy gold, everybody. Yeah, it we, just is. We're great. Everything about us. Well, no, 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 careful, because some of your, like, polite, endearing factors kind of come from the country where, evidently, a lot of my bloodline's from in Finland, because I guess I'm Finnish, and I guess they're uh, evidently, like, the most progressive and, like, polite country on the planet. I was just kind of like, more than Canada? Because Canada's pretty great. I mean, the Finns, pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Finns are polite people. Anywho, sorry, so... Where were we? Let's talk about the um, golf tournament coming up. It's at a it's at a golf course. The Wells Fargo Championship is at a golf course that a major was held at. Major or two? What was it? Most recently, yes, it was just one. By Justin Thomas at Beth Page Black. Oh no, I'm sorry. Yes, good call. It was one W O N. I apologize, folks. I thought more than one major was there, but just one was there, and it was one by. Justin no, Thomas, there's been yes. three majors there. It was just very bad synchronization oh, by which, us. Which, oh, which were the other majors? Refresh the me, uh, 09 US Open, won by Glover, and the 02 US Open by uh, your favorite golfer. Oh, oh no, wait, I no, apologize. no, we're doing Quail Hollow. My bad. Yes, that's My what bad. I was referring to. Yeah. yeah. We're going You're backwards. Good. You're good. Everyone's back on the road. They're, they're, they only swerve for a second. You're okay. fine. It's a good thing only my mother listens. She won't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm laughing on behalf of my mother, too, because she listens and she bought a hat. I saw, I, I've seen proof, which means I need to buy a hat or two for myself. Is she rocking uh, it? I, well, I, you know what? I don't know because as, as I played golf today, I played 18 holes at a Banning Crossings, and when I went there... I bought a hat when I was there, and I hate to say it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I want to have a million hats because I want to rep everybody and everything as much as I can. It's yeah, so hats tough. Yeah, that's a good thing. 
But all that being said, the t-shirt, well, I'm not going to say t-shirt per se. It is going to be a t-shirt mostly. But this idea that Zach and I are working on right now, I mean, not to say I'm not teasing it too much or whatever, but I literally am about to like whatever purchase order Zach starts with, I'm thinking about just buying him out of it just for me to personally own, to hand out and to like uh, promote for like the next week. You know, we could just send them to Bandit, eh? No, not even. No, not even. I'm just saying it just, I'm, we, you and I happen to come up because I know you and we have a certain fun rapport like we do. We happen to come across something that I think could be like, just like, we just accidentally struck on some gold here. I mean, and, uh, and you all see it. You all will see it. I mean, and if you don't, well, then I will buy enough of the shirts that will break even. I swear to Christ, I will. <laughs> I will. Because I love it that much. So, Quail Hollow. Only one major that we know of has been one major. Ever. 2017 PGA Championship won by Justin Thomas, which was a tremendous win, by the way. I mean, that was the one where, well, didn't he, like, uh, almost uh, hole out with a three-wood on the par four or something? Like, it landed by the cup. And yeah. And he made and that was he, he that was that was the shot where he has a quote that nobody really says too much it's not one of those um be the right one today like Hal Sutton or whatever he has a quote on that shot that I distinctly remember that nobody really ever says that I kind of say sometimes that I really enjoy where when he hit that shot because you know JT he's almost like Hideki where he just kind of like you know crumples up and you're like oh I don't know if he likes it or not he crumpled up when he set he, he hit the shot and then he said be as good as you look. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what? What? What does that mean? Be as good as you look. Oh, that, oh, that was, oh that's fresh. He has some great that, lines, JT. That's a, oh, that guy, well, that guy is, that is, that guy's 24 karat. I mean, ever since he said, <laughs> once he said, be as good as you look, because it was funny, when he hit it, he kind of froze, and I was just like, yeah. Then he literally, like, stopped and bent over the waist and held his club out and he went oh for a second i'm like oh no and then he just went oh be as good as you look i'm like and i started to stand up in my chair i'm like wait what wait what what wait, be as what and then it landed right next to the cup and bounced past the flag and then he oh, oh it was that was so good he had one <laughs> this year where where he hit it on a par four and he goes get or he goes hole in one right after he hit it and it landed like a couple feet on a par four Really? Oh. I would have been all time if he called his hole-in-one. I apologize. I missed that. Uh, I missed that part. So, so for the Wells Fargo Championship, Quail Hollow, it's a bomber's paradise. Who do you like this week? I mean, talk to me, Zach. So, this course, I think think it sets up, yeah, for bombers, like you said. But I think accuracy definitely plays a part, and I think putting will be... Very minimalized. I think plays a part in every 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 one of them. Not to, not to cut you down, but come on. Okay, fair point. But I feel like <laughs> no, but I feel like most people look into quail and it's just like you just bomb it down there. That's all that matters. Cam Champ's gonna win, you know. He'll bomb or, it three hundred and fifty yards. But isn't yards. that like Brooks's course? I mean, that's Brooks Kepka. He's come on, that was his course. Yeah, but uh, my pick. Want me to go with my winning pick or my sleeper pick? Well, whatever order you'd like, Senior. I will go with my winner's pick at 12 to 1, Ricky Fowler. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's. Uh, Zach didn't necessarily steal the puck for me on that one, but that was. Uh, that's yeah, it's fair. First come, first serve, you know? 
That's how it works. That's true. No, that's totally. He sent me that. Oh, God. You sent me that text right when I was teeing off this morning at like 1030. I'm just like, gosh, God. I was strategic, I so I knew you uh, couldn't get ahead of me. You had no idea, but but bully bully on you. That was, that yes, was so he actually won his first tournament here back in 2012. He came fourth in 2016. He is yet to miss a cut this year. He led after 54 holes in 2016. He's basically dominated whale throughout his career. At mm. the PJ Championship, he had a good showing. He came, Fair. I'm pretty sure he came top five. He might have come fourth, but I'm almost sure he came top five. And he's already won this year and has a second place finish. And most of the top guys aren't in it, except for, like... Well, I shouldn't say most. I'd say half the top guys aren't in it. Okay. I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. So, I mean, I, like... I'll give you my long shot right away, right off the bat. The uh, the baby bull himself, Bo Hostler, at 175-1. to Are you kidding me? The Hoss. I mean, this is... This this is this is a gunslinger's delight. I mean, come on. I, this once I asked you now. I'm not gonna because for that that's how cool we are, folks. And we're not gonna give you all the insights. But I I rattled off like three or four names to Zach right before this because we were kind of doing this on the fly, and I didn't have the right um, uh, technology in front of me. And he was giving me numbers, and right when Bo, Bo Hossler came out, I, I just thought, no, 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 that's the guy. One seventy-five to one, payoff. Not bad. I hope. I hope. I mean, well, I mean, I hope so. Okay, so we're going in some funky order here. So now I'll give my long shot. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm gonna go with uh, Sam, wait, 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 Mr. By the way, Burns. This is funky. You're gonna enjoy it. Sorry? Well, oh, wait, who's your long shot? I'm Miss, sorry. Mr. Burns, isn't that the guy's name from The Simpsons? I'm no Simpsons expert, but... Montgomery Burns? Montgomery Burns. Now, this is Sam Burns, though. Five straight cuts. His last three finishes, he's come 9th, 23rd, and 12th. And his last three solo starts, not including the Zurich, because do we really count that? Probably not. No shit. What, what are his odds? His odds are 110 to 1. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. Wow. Man, yeah. Vegas, dude, whoever's in charge of that Vegas is paying attention. That's kind of meager. I yeah, thought he would. Oh, I was hoping you would say it was a lot bigger than that. Oh, no. No, they're pretty sharp on it. I feel like no huge long shots could win here. I feel like this is usually a tournament where, like, it's usually a top guy. So even Burns, I'd more be betting, yeah. like, those each ways for a top five or something. He's 18th oh, yeah. in driving oh. distance. Hey, no doubt about it. I can uh, I can get behind you on that 100. Um, percent So who's your pick to win? Well, see, listen, I I did all of this to lead it up to this way, just to uh, sizzle your grits. But I got Hideki at 20 to one. Oh man, that's my guy, and he did so yeah. well at the PGA Championship two years ago. And here we go. He's uh, it's. Uh, you know that's uh, the re- that's the reason why he's uh, up there at very twenty to one is very slim, folks. Oh, he's the best. There, are, my God. Look, I mean, uh, Zach, fill some fat here. But I mean, no, wait, no, excuse me. There's only one, two, three, four, four golfers who have better odds than Hideki. 
yeah. this week. Right? I mean, I, I'm not, I, don't I know, guess I, Webb I has the same. Depends where you look. Well, I got Rory six and six to one, Justin Rose twelve to one, Fowler twelve to one, Jason Day ten to one. That's one, two, three, four. Yeah, what do you have Webb at? Twenty-two. Oh, okay. Oh, that fluctuates. Yeah, poor Webb. I was thinking about Webb. Oh yeah, sorry Webb, you were left off. But that's just kind of how you're like Charles Howell the third. That's you just kind of how how you go on to your millionaire life. He's a better pick than Webb though, because. I mean, it's Hideki. He's the best. Yeah, but I did have CH three for a second because he was forty to one, but in my in my system, he was actually the eighth best player in the field this week, and I just I just couldn't buy into it. I just couldn't do it, folks. And like I said, the sizzle Zach's grits. I said, well, let me get a give me Hideki Matsuyama. Something I've also noticed is the guys who do well on the first two rounds of the tournament get a lot more. Like respect odds wise than the guys who do well on the last two rounds. Like Hideki's been having great results and he's been like backdooring top tens all season. But because he's not leading after round one, people seem to exclude him from having any chance to win. Well, define your what's your definition of respect? I mean, you and I are not standing there like Happy Gilmore and those guys with the gold jackets at the bar at the club or whatever. So we don't know what respect is or like the uh, hobnobbing or. No, I mean, or but what, I feel like when you hear you all the buzz, you hear all the buzz about the guys who are like leading the first round every single tournament and then below it more so than the guys who start off poorly and then dominate at the end. Christ. Well, wait. I think that's just. No, first and foremost, I can't speak to the second thing you said, which is great. But the first part really is, no, that I think that just speaks to like overall pressure to sports in general, man. I mean that that's just that's just kind of the way it goes. Take it from this half-ass athlete. I mean, I find every excuse or reason to choke a river. And you know what happens when you're leading early and you lose it? Yeah, that's exactly one of them. I mean, just, yeah, I exactly. Mean, but more to my reason of why I think Hideki's still been one of the best golfers out there, even though he hasn't won anything this year. Well, I, you know what, I hear you. There's nothing, but I also think there's nothing to do with that. There's, there's picking the right person at the right time and right place, and that's what this is. And maybe some people will hear what we're saying, and maybe they'll put some money on it. Maybe they won't. Who cares? But if they don't put any money on it, like I'm not doing, and then our picks happen, and we, and it's correct. Then I'll think I'm a wizard. Everyone will think I'm a wizard. You'll think I'm a wizard. I'll think you're a wizard. Whatever. Who cares? I mean, come on. You're not wrong. All I've done, all I've done so far is predicted that. No, no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You've just predicted Tiger's never going to win, eh? Hey, shut up. <laughs> no. There, you and I had not met in terms of my opinion on Tiger Woods was all always was and i need to recalibrate it is that i knew he'd win one more major for sure and then after that nothing and i remember when you me and nolan had our podcast i distinctly said and i meant this and that tiger had a pep in his in his effing step when he was like you know charging off and winning the masters that it wasn't the body language or body English of a man 
who was going to just win one more major unless he was going to retire right there. And he didn't. So, uh, Tiger, in my opinion, and this is coming from a non-Tiger man, as I say, I don't know how many he could win. I really don't. One more, two more, three more, five more. I don't know. I I really don't know. It's going to be exciting, though, and that's the best part is, uh, yeah. How many tournaments a year do you think he's going to play? Well, I don't even know off the top of my head what he uh, plays to begin with in terms of uh, his He typically plays around like 16 to 20. I guess he used to. I guess we haven't really seen what he plays because he's been injured so much. Jeez, 20 sounds like a lot. Once I tried to break it down in my head for Tiger, I'm just going to like, oh my God, poor man. <laughs> no, he won't do that. Maybe he's going to start playing four tournaments a year. Oh, no, that, but that was just me being a wiener. I was just kind of like, oh my God, poor Tiger. He's 20 like tournaments. one third of the year, the poor bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's me. Oh my God. See, I'm not even. T- that's why it's like I'd make a good like agent or publicist because like I don't care about you, but I want to make sure you're okay and make sure your career's okay. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a tough gig, you know, playing golf for a living. Rough. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Unfortunately, we lost the last ten to fifteen minutes of the recording, where we had not only a Canadian fun fact of the week that you will not want to miss out on, but we also had a ten-minute preview of the PGA Championship. Luckily, me and Jerry are announcing that we're going to be doing a full-length episode similar to what we did for the Masters, previewing the PGA Championship. So we hope you send in questions to us via the Twitter at FromTheBackTees. We hope you subscribe, and we'll get back to talking golf with you guys on Saturday.